Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, August the 19th. As we come off a fun night of baseball last night and heading into a day game today, our first weekday early day game action of the season up in Boston. We'll get it again tomorrow with a doubleheader in Buffalo versus the Blue Jays, but the Phillies able to get it done last night. A handle, uh, handily uh, one game as they win it 13-6 over the Boston Red Sox last night. Didn't start out great. Um, but they were able to to battle back and then just kind of lap them. And uh, what a uh, what an experience it was to face a team that also has a horrendous bullpen, right? I mean, what a uh, what a fun time. We actually uh, had some good news prior to the game before we dive into the game that um, some injury news that had been you know obviously uh, frustrating and uh, worrisome. Uh, both Jay Bruce and Gene Segura leave the game on Sunday. Um, turns out that neither of those injuries is major. We had worried, especially about the Segura one. It uh, looks like Segura, who did not play last night, um, should be back soon. According to Girardi, it is not anything major. And then Jay Bruce actually playing last night, and we'll get to it. But hitting bombs, Jay Bruce, last night looking very healthy uh, last night. So that was exciting to see. And then Roman Quinn, who, of course, had the you know COVID scare, I guess you would call it, as he... Um, was out on Sunday after saying that he had experienced, um, I believe it was an earache and a sore throat, uh, some symptoms uh, that are are COVID-related symptoms. Stayed home, turned out he was not positive, able to come back yesterday as well. So good news on the injury front for the Phils there. Those were um, some some worrisome uh, injuries, but ultimately uh, able to... uh, Ultimately able to um, survive them, and uh, the fellas are back uh, in action last night, which was using, a, again, a, a fun game of baseball last night as the Phillies able to get it done against Boston in a uh, a game, again, that started out early. Uh, was a little nerve-wracking, not going to lie, as the Phillies get down early a 3-0 uh, Lead by the third inning is Zach Eflin just didn't have his best stuff. Eflin only goes four innings, allows four in runs, five hits, three walks in those four innings. He did have eight strikeouts, so the strikeout stuff has still been there this year. Zach Eflin has been, I mean, quite simply a strikeout machine this season. Let's be real. He's been unbelievable, but last night just not efficient enough with his pitches. Didn't seem to have the same location. 
wasn't as dominant uh, seeming at times as he was in his prior start with the 10 strikeouts in six innings um, where he got a little more unlucky, uh, but ultimately was able to uh, to do a, a, a nice job in that game last night. Did not have his best stuff. Ultimately gives up those three early, the down three, nothing but the Phillies battle back in the fourth. A Jay Bruce and RBI single makes it three to one in the fifth. It finally happened. Reese Hoskins, his first home run of the season. Just kind of. And to opposite field, we've been asking for Reese to start going the other way. He did it. Uh, now, to be fair, he, he just got it out of the ballpark. One of those that hit the top of the fence and bounced out. And we all know that they have a short right field porch up there in Fenway Park. So it was not a tank shot. It was not a, oh, Reese, he's back on the board, baby, got a home run. But, hey, my man in a home run to Major League Baseball game, and we're going to celebrate it. Hoskins, you know, we're hoping starting to break out of this funk a little bit. You know, he's been a little bit better lately, some big hits. Ultimately scores a couple runs last night, got on base another time with a walk, and, again, did hit a home run. However close it was to not being a home run, ultimately, it was a home run. Uh, Philly's down 3-2 to two at that point. Eflin comes out for the top of the fifth and uh, just had nothing left. Was only in the uh, 80s, ended at 86 pitches, but came out in the fifth and um, just gives up a run early and then gets taken out. And uh, uh, Excuse me, a base runner early and then gets taken out. Uh, ultimately, the Phillies able to get out of it with only giving up the one run. Blake Parker ends up pitching two innings, technically no earned runs against him. Uh, and the Phillies in the six would go on a run, baby, as the Phillies had uh, one of those innings for the ages, as they like to call it. Uh, <laughs> maybe not quite that extreme, but certainly for the Phillies of late. As the Phillies in the sixth inning... Heading into it, down four to three would emerge. Excuse me, down four to two would emerge. Nine to four at the end of the sixth inning, a seven-run inning. They bat around all of it with two outs. It starts with an RBI double from Phil Gosselin, aka Barrels. The dude just continues to hit. We'll get to more Phil Gosselin later, but again, I don't understand how Phil Gosselin just doesn't play more. And I'm happy Girardi got him into the lineup, even though he wasn't a starter last night. Got him in there. And it was clearly the right move as Gosselin really ignites the rally. He really did. It was a big, big hit there. Um, scoring Didi. Didi had a really nice night as well. Then Roman Quinn would single to score Gosselin. It ties it up. We're getting excited. Then Andrew McCutcheon singles. Roman Quinn scores. Going nuts. And then we have three runners on and one Mr. Bryce Harper steps to the plate. This was a tank shot. Harper, a tank shot to right. His fifth of the season is Harper is just having a magical year so far. Really just unbelievably locked in with this team, uh, with this season for Bryce Harper. Phillies up 8-4 at that point. Didi would single in another run later in the inning to make it 9 to four after that inning and then it was off to the races the Phillies in the seventh Phil Goslin home run a solo shot makes it 10 to four as Goslin is just unbelievable um the uh Sox added a run in the seventh but then the Phillies took three more back in the eighth the Jay Bruce tank shot to 
Center field, just uh, kind of left center, uh, just got out of there as well, but a tank shot from Jay Bruce, scores three. Uh, uh, the Sox would have one in the ninth to make it 13-6, to six, but ultimately a pretty easy victory for the Phils, and the bats get going. McCutcheon, two for five with a run in RBI. Andrew Knapp came in and pinched it late in the game, single. Uh, Hoskins, one for three with a walk, a home run, two runs scored. Bryce Harper, two for three, three RBI, two runs scored. Harper on the season is batting 367 with a 486 OBP and a 700 slugging percentage. That is an 1186 OPS. That is a absurd number. Bryce Harper is absolutely having an MVP season so far. Phillies, by the way, back to 500. Didn't mention that at the top, but hey oh, how about it? Seriously, nice to see after that Orioles series. Um, it felt like 500 was a pipe dream. Um, and this Phillies team has rattled off four straight wins. A.K.A. they've tied the most wins they won in a row last season. All season. So hey, win one more game and you're already better at winning streaks than the last season's team. But look, it was nice to see. Again, Harper, two for five, two runs, three RBI, a home run. Romito, one for six. Not the best Romito game, but still scores a run. Uh, had a big double. Gregorius, two for four with a couple runs scored and an RBI. Alec Baum, two for three with a run scored. Baum had some um, up and down game defensively. A, a couple of bad moments, a uh, double down the line he really should have gotten to. Eflin got a little unlucky that inning. There were a couple doubles that one looked like the ball just carried. Um, and the one that Baum should have gotten to. He should have. He should have. But he also made a couple really nice defensive plays. He just doesn't look smooth out there. He doesn't look like someone who's meant to play the position. He's too big. He's too lanky to be a third baseman. I think ultimately, long term, what we're seeing pretty quickly is that he is not meant to be a third baseman long term. That would be my analysis. Uh, but look, he's there for now. And he did make some really nice plays. To be fair, there were a couple plays there in the night, double play ball in particular, um, that. He made some great plays on, you know, legitimately, credit where due. Uh, but uh, one thing that is not in question is this kid can flat out hit. He's a hitter. He is just good. You know, he is always confident and um, knows where to take the baseball. And if he sees a pitch he likes, he's aggressive with it. I just been very impressed with Bomb. He's batting three fifty three so far in, uh, you know, his small sample size, but Coming up in any immediately, Jay Bruce, two for five with four RBI in that home run. Goslin doesn't even start, goes two for three with a couple runs and a couple RBI. This Phillies lineup's raking. Roman Quinn, one for five, scores run and RBI. This, this Phillies lineup is raking. They are tops of every category in the league. They're number one in batting average. They're number one in uh, you know uh, OPS. I believe they're number one in OBP. They're right there in slugging percentage. They've struck out the least. They are good offense. And again, I know that Harper and Romito and, and Harper especially are carrying this offense. Don't get me wrong. They are a massive part of it. But this offense is good. You know, it's good enough to win with, for sure. There's no question. Um, the bullpen is not. We know that. And the starting pitching is getting there. Um, but ultimately, they can slug the way to some victories. And that makes them a little more interesting in a season with as many playoff spots as there are and um, as much randomness and variance involved, you know, this this offense is 
something that could carry them potentially and uh and that's exciting it's exciting to see they raked again last night they really did granted boston is horrendous bad starting pitching bad relief pitching bad 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 all around them and the pirates tourist teams in baseball how about it the red sox are horrendous they had lost nine straight games now i believe they lost eight straight coming in so yeah nine straight games they're a bad baseball team straight up bad but the Phillies beat them up. The Phillies beat them 13 to 6. They put up a 13 spot last night. And they just continued to rake down early. Didn't matter. Rake, 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 rake. I do think that matters. Again, I'm still pessimistic on this team's long-term true viability because of the bullpen being a, a true Achilles heel ultimately at some point when it matters. But, man, this offense, you know, again, I don't think it's the best in baseball, but um, it's playing like it so far. And it definitely has the potential to be one of the better ones. We knew that just based on the talent if everything's clicking. Um, it's good to see. It's fun to watch. Now, granted, it does make for some long games. It feels like all these games go like seven hours. I know it's four, but they all feel long. But... Hey, I'll take it if my team's going to hit and score runs. That's what they did last night. Jumped all over Boston. Again, this is what we talked about heading into this. These are the type of games they need to win. They need to beat the teams that are bad. And we thought the Orioles were that team. It turns out they might not be. Certainly not to the Red Sox level. The Red Sox are worse than the Orioles. Easily right now. That's a, a factual, true statement. The Red Sox are a worse team than the Orioles. The Blue Jays are a worse team than the Orioles right now. That's why the Phillies have to take advantage of these games. They have to win these games. And it was nice to see them handle their business last night, especially going down early. It felt like early on, down 3 nothing. Zach Godley looking way better than he has in forever against this Phillies team, being like, what is happening? Where are the Phillies? You know, it felt like it was going to be one of those nights, right? You know, we've seen so many times with this specific Phillies team over the last couple years here where, you know, it's a game they're supposed to win and they just don't show up. (laughs) It's usually against the Marlins. I'll be, you know, that's true. But it felt like it was going to be one of those nights and then it wasn't. And they battled. It was an inning by anything and then they bust out. and, And obviously the big inning, they're still built that way, but... You know, they fought. I appreciate it. I appreciated it. You know, just uh, it felt like the kind of game that we've seen this Phillies team just kind of crater in. And, and they fought, and they they crushed the Sox last night. Again, 13-6. Big win. It's a big win. They need to keep doing it. We'll, we'll get to today's game. Again, an early game today, 135-er um, in just a few minutes, but um, it was nice to see. Reese Hoskins, by the way, meant to mention this. Not only did he hit a run, but got hit by a pitch in the first inning and took it, like, as manly as you can take, get hit by a pitch. He, like, turned, hit his, like, ribcage shoulder, which, let me tell you, hurts at the speed these guys are throwing. And he just dropped his bat, put his head down, ran right to first. And I was like, that's a dude right there. Um, all right, coming up, we'll look ahead to uh, – Today's game. And uh, and then obviously the doubleheader tomorrow. 
and uh, what's coming up for the Phils. But quickly, I, I had to mention it. We didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday, and it was um, it was really what was talked about as far as a national baseball topic yesterday. The uh, unwritten rules of it all. Fernando Tatis Jr. of the uh, San Diego Padres uh, against Texas Rangers in the uh, eighth inning. Uh, teams up ten to three. Bases loaded, uh, and uh, he uh, hit, instead of taking a three zero pitch and not swinging at it, he crushes a grand slam, and then a lot of people in baseball, including his own manager and Chris Woodward, the manager of the Rangers. Um, and the pitcher who threw it, Manny Machado, uh, the next batter, uh, all got their, you know, you know what's in a bunch about it. And I uh, got really angry that uh, he's breaking an unwritten rule. And um, it's just so stupid. Fernando Tatis Jr., who I believe is the best young player in the sport. I used to think it was Ronald Acuna. Juan Soto is certainly in that discussion. Um, I think it's Fernando Tatis Jr., especially considering the positions he plays. Like, if I were starting a team today, I would choose Fernando Tatis Jr. of everyone in baseball. That would be my number one choice. Um, but he's also super fun, and he plays with flair, and he's been amazing uh, leading baseball in home runs. And, look, I get that if he if his manager told him not to swing and he swung, that, that those guys need to have a conversation about that. A private one, in my opinion, as far as the manager's concerned, not – what his manager did, and granted his manager has since kind of backtracked on that initial public decree about his uh, his star player's actions. But um, regardless of that part of it, um, this whole idea in baseball, and again, I don't hate all unwritten rules. I think there are uses to some, and some do kind of help the game police itself, which I do think there is value in. Again, I think some things make a lot of sense. Um, and I support them, but this is one of the, the dumb ones. This is one of the asinine ones. You're playing a game. It's th- a 3-0 pitch. You're just supposed to let him have a strike on you? Like, what the hell's that? That's not baseball. What, what is that? Look, we have seen many leads evaporate. Again, this Phillies bullpen makes me believe that any lead at any time can disappear in the blink of an eye. I would be furious if Bryce Harper were up in the eighth inning and we're up 10-3 to and he had a pitch to 3-0 on, on the bases loaded uh, and had a pitch to hit and he didn't swing because of unwritten rules and he could have crushed it. What? It's so stupid. First and foremost, look, we need to let the kids play the whole campaign. I mean, that is... That is a real thing that matters. Uh, you know, baseball needs to find a better way to market its stars. Its stars need to do a better job of marketing themselves. These people need to grow the game for the future of it. They need to be more open to being these types of, of national figures and to, to leaning into those roles. Mike Trout, I might be talking to you or not. I am. Seriously, though. Um, they do need to do that. They need to, to lean into it. But baseball also needs to do a better job of of promoting these types of guys and the way they go about their business to tease. That is super fun. He's a super fun player. He had a grand slam and we're making him apologize. He had to apologize for it. And then last night being awesome, uh, the Padres were up six, nothing. And the pitcher who threw by Manny Machado was on the mound and Tatis stole second, just as a little, you know what to them. 
Um, which again is of course an unwritten rule. You're up six nothing. Don't steal second base. And even then, like that one's even less stupid than the don't swing three zero. Um, but that one's pretty stupid too, at least to a certain point. But ultimately, it's competition. You know what? If you don't want them to swing on three zero, make a better pitch. Put a better pitcher in there. It's a position guy. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? Just lay down. Because the unwritten rules say we're already winning by enough. It's a seven-run lead. We've seen seven-run leads disappear all the time. It's baseball. The Phillies had a seven-run sixth last night. Literally, they scored seven runs in the sixth inning. How is this a thing? This is crazy to me. I can't believe that there are people in baseball criticizing Tatis for this. And I saw a lot of people doing it. Now, granted... It felt like, to me, the majority, at least, of the people I saw on social media and all that were were more in the Tatis, let him play, you know, let this is crazy type of thing. And I did see a lot of old-school stars doing it, too. Johnny Bench on Twitter, Reggie Jackson, some pretty cool names of guys being like, do your thing, Fernando Tatis Jr., you're awesome. Trevor Bauer, who's a pitcher, had a really good tweet just being like, you ruled, do your thing. The only thing he did wrong was apologize. Like... It did feel like there was a lot of support for it, which I, I appreciated. But there was still a lot of people saying that, that he was wrong to do it and blah, blah, blah. And, again, I understand that the, the sign from your manager thing, that's a separate issue. But the whole unwritten rule part of it, to me, is just it's so crazy. It's so asinine. It's such a stupid thing. And, again, I think there are some unwritten rules that, that serve a purpose, have some value. I think there are a lot that really don't. And I think there are some that are just flat-out moronic. And this is one of those examples, one that's just flat-out moronic. It's such a stupid thing. Enough. Play baseball. It's a 3-0 count. Let him swing away. Like, what are we doing here? Seriously, what are we doing? It's crazy to me. So, shout-out to Fernando Tatis Jr. If you haven't gotten to watch him play, he is well worth your time. Uh, Again, I think he's the best, you know, 25 and under player in the sport um you know i think he's only 21 he's super young he's super talented leading league in home runs again he plays shortstop um super athletic just a specimen of a major league baseball player someone i wish the phillies had would be a dream to have a guy like these where you just say oh, that guy's a superstar for the next 15 years let's roll obviously you gotta resign him and all that but man He's uh he's awesome. And again, I'm I am happy to see uh that people were supporting the idea that he should be able to play. All right, uh we'll look at the schedule uh in a second quickly as standings. The Phillies at uh a game and a half out in the National League East at nine and nine. They're only a game behind uh the Bra the Braves, they're a game and a half behind the Braves at fourteen and eleven, and then the Marlins nine and eight, just a, a half game ahead of them. So hey, hey oh. Phillies, Phillies, little Phillies favor. Phillies are a half game out of second place in the National League East and a game and a half out of first, so they are right there. It is, uh, it is legit. They keep winning games. Good things will happen today. One thirty-five. Jake Arrieta against Kyle Hart again. I think I said this yesterday, but I watch a lot of baseball. I follow baseball. I'm in fantasy leagues. I do all this stuff. I know a lot of pitchers. I would say that. You know, it's not that often that there is a pitcher starting a game that I've never, ever heard of. Now, it happens for sure. 
minor leaguers get brought up. All, it definitely happens. One of those times that it is happening with will happen today when the Phillies face the Boston Red Sox. I have no idea who Kyle Hart is. None. He's the Boston Red Sox starter today. Never heard of him in my life. Nope. No idea. So uh, his numbers don't look great. So that's a good thing. So let's get some more runs today. Again, this lineup's raking. Why stop now? Tomorrow, a doubleheader in Buffalo against Toronto. There's an opportunity for this team. Like I said, win three of four. And that need, that means you need to beat Boston twice because that, that's the easiest one. They're worse than Toronto. Um, and, you know, you kind of got them on their heels there. And, again, Kyle Hart. Some dude named Kyle Hart is pitching in this game. So um, I think the Phillies got this. They just got to go handle their business. And uh, I think Ariad will be good enough, score some runs, and we'll, we'll head up to Buffalo with, uh, with a two-game sweep of Boston here. So that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I think we see. Either way, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, stay safe, stay healthy. And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.